Live from Mount Pleasant, it's episode 185. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Way Red. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Good day, everybody. We're here in the what Ashley calls the cool day in Texas. Right. Mount Pleasant. That is something else to be considering <laughs> this cool temperatures. A yeah. little bit of a breeze outside. I think we should bring Ashley up north and show him what we think are cool temperatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing in February? <laughs> all of it. Um, all of it. Yeah. I, I love snow. So yeah. that's my friend. That's what people say you when have, they haven't lived in my. When they haven't 40. lived in it, you yeah. have to love it. That's for sure. Uh, Wade Laurent, Shane Chapman, and Ashley Campbell from which company were you representing today? Extreme Backyard Extreme and Beyond. Extreme Backyard and Beyond. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's the one of the day. So. It is the one of the day. So, uh, as we've talked about a few times now leading up to this, we made it down to Texas, uh, well, eventually, on Tuesday, Yep. Uh, to attend Ashley's event here that he put together, spur of the moment, last thing that's looks like it's been planning for years, but it was more like three, four weeks or something, or it seemed like that anyway to us. And a lot's happened behind us, so you'll hear some saws, but Ashley had this idea that he's going to kind of, well, yep. I guess the idea started with you're going to start a retail store, and, yes. then, and then we're yes. going to do some displays. And then we're gonna bring everybody here and learn about some steel versus, not, uh, sorry, steel sharpened steel. Yeah, yep. sharpens. They don't like that's that versus word, yeah. right? And <laughs> it slips really out of me every is. single steel time. Steel versus. Yeah. yeah. So Ashley, thanks for putting this together. We want to get you in the podcast. We're gonna roll through some a few people here, but we just wanted to get. Uh, first of all, thank you for putting this all together because it's really cool to be here with everybody and see some faces. Awesome to have you all here for a long time. And Amazing. Yeah, been a thanks, great buddy. host thus far. Um, What's going on back here? When is this thing going to be ready? What are you opening this store? What's like, tell us what's going on here. All right. So ideally we plan to open in August. I hope the first of August, but obviously we have to stay on a pretty, pretty good path. As y'all know, from your experience having stores, especially building the displays, we already have inventory. We've got an 8,000 square foot facility that we're going to stock merchandise in. Okay. So that's we good. have that. We've got a racking system going in over there. So that's a mile from here. So it's separate from the retail location. Okay. So. Um, so you know, ne- next month is the racking versus racking event. Yes, racking versus <laughs> racking. Yes, <laughs> featuring Alex from Fortress. Yeah, yeah. his company. So, um, yeah, I guess it, you know a lot of people want to know, and they still wonder how did all this take place. So I'll just give you a real fast spill of that. Um, yeah. Obviously, I've had a relationship with Fortress for a very long time, six years. You know, they've been tr- tremendous to me. As most people know, I have crazy wraps on all my vehicles. You know, yeah, they, they they hook me up. So. Um, I was putting up a fortress display already. Jason from Newcastle contacted me. He said, hey, can I put up a, a display there? I said, yeah, how big you want to put up? And he said, well, how big is fortresses? And I said, 16 by 16. He says, then I want to put up a 16 by 20. I said, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd know. like to do 16. But it's not verses. It's yeah. not verses. Not verses. I'd like to do 16 <laughs> and a half by 16 and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, then the next night at 2 o'clock in the morning, I was just thinking, I said, you know what? I'm just going to compare the two. Really, I, I am. Because I'm, I'm going to do a live stream on my own, but I'm going to call them out and let them all know I'm doing it. So at 2 o'clock in the morning, when I knew they were mostly probably all asleep, I posted yeah. it and tagged them. And they woke up the next morning, and my phone had like 50 messages, seven voicemails from Fortress, because they said this was a PR nightmare. Um, <laughs> there was no way possible it was going to happen in three weeks. I said, oh, it's going to happen with or without you. I'm going to do it myself. I, you know, I just need the material. Yeah. They're like, oh. So six hours later, they had fully committed, marketing team, Jason had committed, and uh, it kind of grew from there. You know, we started with pre- thinking there was probably 15, 20 people here, then it jumped to 40, 50, 
And if it wouldn't have been for a few cancellations, I feel strongly we would have probably been at a hard 90 yeah. yesterday. I mean, for it's sure. amazing the turnout this event's been. So. Regardless, there's a lot of people buzzing yes. around here anyway. I haven't counted. I don't I have no idea how many people are here, but there's enough that it's busy, like yes. in all corners of this place. And there's lots of tools firing up, and it's pretty cool. So, yeah. obviously, we, we've made huge traction. I mean, as y'all can see, y'all got here, and the frames were already put together. So, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, that happens fast, right? So Chris Brand also, big shout out to him, Legacy Decks, Legacy Academy. Yep. Uh, he helped with this tremendously. Yep. No, no money. Came on his own dime, brought his own, you know, production guy down here with him to help. So that was a huge blessing. Awesome. So big shout out to him. Yep. But yes, as you can see, he got people motivated again today and got them all out here decking. Now the decking's completely finished. We're cutting in borders. Right. Yep. So we have now framed three 16 by 20 frames complete with decking on them as yep. of right now. That's right. Well, I mean, you've got a collection of the best builders in the country in the here. Yeah, they world, should be really. able to get this yes. shit done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's been pretty cool to see the faces that are here. I know the people that didn't make it down here are probably watching from afar and a little bit envious of it. But For sure. Uh, but it's been a super neat event. Okay, yeah. so you owned a company. You owned a construction company before. Yes. Decked out? Yes, sir. And then what? why the retail location? Um, I guess for me, my favorite part of the job in the construction side of it is the day you sell the job. Yeah. The day you start the job and when it's finished, you know, Certainly. because I like this. You know, you're like, if, you're, if you're good at what you do and you appreciate your job, you want to see it finished. You want to see it right. You want to see that customer with that smile on their face like this is over the top exactly what I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that, that, that makes it amazing for me. So then for the retail side of it, you know, we have five crews and 27 guys. Okay. So, you know, we're quite a large company for a decking business. So, you know, I'm already using a ton of material. It, it's sometimes hard to get it. You know, it, with things going on in the world. So it made more sense for me to open my own retail location to support my own business, number one. But after I started thinking about it, I wanted to scale it to another level. Very similar to what y'all did. I kind of copycatted what y'all sure. did to give you a little bit of. We yeah. Were, we weren't the first ones here yeah, with so, that idea, right? You that know, exists. I, uh, so it just kind of took off, you know, and you can tell I'm kind of doing it pretty high scale. You know, I mean, it, it's pretty fancy inside. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, it looks great. The renders, I'm excited to see the finished product because the renders look look pretty badass. Yep. Um, so what's the what, what's been the hardest part of kind of like getting everybody aligned here? Like who's managing all these people? I guess you kind of mentioned that Chris is a little Chris, bit. But like Chris was a huge player. 80 people here. Who's building what and who had the plan and like yeah. where, how did this? So I, I guess, you know, a lot of people helped me facilitate it. Obviously, each, each sponsor, you know, you had Nick from Decorators heavily, heavily involved with yep. UFP. I mean, you've seen the event they put on last night, you know. Yeah. Ignorant amounts of money. Who everybody enjoyed. Obviously, bands. You know, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, a couple of bands there. for five hours. Yes, yeah. two bands. So yeah. you had them, and you know, Tim, the marketing guy for Fortress, Fortress, heavily, heavily involved in helping it happen. You know, obviously they've poured the money on it also. Yeah. So and Jason from Newcastle, obviously, you know, he just bought that company. You know, from Trex, the Evolution System. So to jump into trying to do an event right after you've literally just ramped production back up and got stuff going. It was a, probably the worst for him out of all for <laughs> yeah. him to step away from his business to come here to do this. But yeah. I, I feel like, that for him, it's highly educational for it's him. It's like time and it. money is really hard yes. for him right now. When you first launch a business, right, it's like you have neither. Yes. Right? Yes. And But he like he likely has the most to gain by being here, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. You make it. The traction he'll get from this, I believe, will be higher than anybody's, yeah. in my yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. Agreed. Everybody else already has a huge bit of traction in the market. Yeah. You know, Evolution was there. It went away. It's come back. But as we showed at this event, everybody thought, well, he's just doing the same system. No, he's changed a bunch of stuff. No, and I think that was one of the things I was most 
curious about. I didn't know if he had changed anything, but I was curious. And I've, and I've never actually seen an Elevations deck built. Like, we sold one to a, a customer of ours in Saskatoon, so we delivered it, but we never so- went out to see what it looked like yeah, at I the end. Ju- yeah, we carried some materials. And so it. this is the first time I've seen live in the flesh an actual deck built. We've seen the Fortress system, so it's nice to be able to kind of compare them and see how they differ. And it is cool that he has, because there were some shortcomings when it was Trex Elevations, right? Yes. It's nice to see that he's kind of already dealt with some of those shortcomings. So yes. it'll be kind of cool to see how this evo- uh, evolves. Maybe a bad word considering who's using that next yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. How it, next door neighbor how it over progresses. there. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. And Camel. Camo, yes. all right. They're yes, fasteners so they, are flying over. They, the they pretty much sponsored today. Yep. That was more or less about camo today. Yep. Obviously, decorators putting down decking, obviously. But uh, we really wanted to show the innovation with that clip. You know, a lot of people have used it, don't believe in it, think, well, it can't be that much faster. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of people back there working. But again, if you know how to use their clip and their driver, you yep. can see it's literally an hour and you can screw down a 16 by 20 deck. Yeah. Yeah. So have you guys from, whoops, from your own construction company, have you guys, what percentage of your jobs are you doing in steel now? Like you're obviously, you've adopted that pretty heavily. But so we're 75% wood. steel, 25% wood. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. We're Crazy. making a huge transition. So we build a lot of boathouses steel. So obviously the steel is just not an option for that. So that's really where our 25% comes in. I would say 90% of all of our decks are steel now. Wow. So. And the ten percent that aren't, why are they not doing? It? Is, it, is it a budget thing, or is it just? Yeah, pretty. Or you know, you'll have an old school guy that's like, you know, no, I want a wood deck, a wood frame. That's how you know you just can't push them on the sale. Right. So right, you know, right. and you don't want to push so hard that you lose the yeah, sale. Yeah, that you lose right? the sale. You want to show them the opportunity. Hey, this is why I think steel's better. Hey, this has a twenty-five year warranty on it. That yeah. wood's got none. They tell you it has a lifetime warranty, but trying to file a claim on that wood. Yeah. Is a nightmare. I mean, yeah, because the stuff that you're going to file a claim on it for a board twisting, that's not in the warranty. Yeah. You know, it breaks the clips off. That's not in the warranty, you know. And then you try to file a claim with, you know, decorators or whoever, and they're like, well, it's free. So I tell people all the time, my sales pitch is when I go to the customer's house, I say, you're spending all this money on this decking. It's got a 25 to 50 year warranty, you know, depending on which material you're using. Yeah. Why not? put a frame underneath it that has the same warranty to support it. Yeah. If it fails, you have real warranties on this whole project now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's it makes a, a ton of sense. If it wasn't for the fact that it does cost a little bit more, like everybody would do it, right? That's the only reason yes. not to is it, you know it does cost a little bit more. But yeah. for certain the the argument that the stuff you're putting on top is going to last forever, don't yeah. put a 15 year frame underneath this. It doesn't make any sense. Because really that's what the decking decking industry that they gamble on that. Yeah. You know if you're putting in a wood frame putting our decking on top of it that frame's going to fail in half of the warranty. Yep. So they're, they're, you're never going to file a warranty. Exactly. It's funny, yep. I always, when I would be in the store selling product, people would say, well, what's a warranty? And I was like, let's be honest. It's the, the framing. And you'll actually tell people that, right? And also, if anything's going to fail, it's going to, as far as composite goes, or composite, it's going to fail within the first five years. And if it doesn't Absolutely. fail right away, then you're good. Yes, 100%. So, for the most part, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we'll let you get back to the event because you got a lot of people to talk right. to, and we're hoping to funnel some people through here as well. But thanks for sitting thank down you, and giving us some time, and, and thanks for putting on this event because this has all. been really cool. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Wish Appreciate we could have made it from the start, but hey, yes. shit happens. All right. <laughs> thanks thank for having us. Thanks, Ashley. Later. Glad you're here. We're going to uh, bring Hold on, on Mr. Gordon South from uh, David Bowie's camp. Mr. Woodbully himself. Grab a mic here, Gord. Can sit next to you guys? You're going to sit right in here. You can if you like. Only once you turn it, you turn it towards yourself, you'll be Price good to go. will get you hooked up there. That's a rocking shirt you're wearing today. You're known for your t-shirts, but that one's 
That one's bright, buddy. It's a little different. Looks good. Looks good. It's not too masculine. No, it's not. How's that? <laughs> it's pretty good. good. I'm going to move around a lot, so hopefully. So you uh, you got trusted with the, the most important cut to the day here, it looked like, over there. Hey, you were cutting a radius into the fortress, or yeah. sorry, the apex deck. Yeah. Fortress apex. Some, something tells me, I've seen a lot of people scratching their heads after I walked away. So something tells me it's not exactly up to their standard, but they did wait for an hour because nobody wanted to make the cut. Yeah. Except yeah. Yeah. Uh, easy to criticize yeah, when you're yeah, not the yeah. one willing to step up and you do it. You waited for me to pull up and <laughs> make the cut and walk away, but yeah. the cut is decent. But, you know, we're cutting curves. Yeah. So that's a hard cut. It is what it is. Even with a like, even with a smaller saw, you used to have a small one, right? Like a was it like a three and a half inch or a Rockwell tiny blade on it made it a little bit those easier to get those good. radiuses cut in. For I love sure, those little guys. What I did is I just set it as as shallow as possible. Yeah, and I the cut's good. It might yeah. have been the layout, yeah. but whoever did that, it was me actually. <laughs> <laughs> the cut is actually good. It's up to ninety nine percent accuracy, in my opinion. Um, what I didn't account for was how hot the decking would be under my knees. Right. <laughs> yeah. I could feel it was spicy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little spice. It was no spicy on my knees. Kept so me focused, though. You've, uh, and you feel free to correct me if I'm wrong at any point, but I feel like you've built your brand, the Wood Bully brand. Well, it started on TikTok, I think, is kind of where you kind of first clawed out some fame there. Yeah. Grew that account pretty quickly. Now you've branched out into Facebook and Instagram and whatever I got, else. I got lucky on Facebook. Instagram, I was on first. Um, but nobody cared. Yeah. I had a few videos right actually it was around the time we were posting pictures still, videos were still not really as popular. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would just post pictures like cedar staircases or pergolas that I was building. I had a couple that did well that encouraged me to keep going. And then when I was getting because I have the Wood Bully, the app Wood Bully, which took me a while to get, there was a girl in Sweden who originally had it and I had to send her a box of Canadian chocolate bars for her to give it to me. That was <laughs> what she it? asked for. That yeah. was the, the yeah. purchase? She's like, if you could send me a box of Canadian candy, I'll give you the at Wood Bully because it's an old nickname I don't even use. I'm like, I don't know where you got it because I, I made it up and thought no one else would have this. Cause on I got, Instagram? Or yeah, on, on, on Instagram. TikTok, yeah. So I got the .com, the .ca, so then I wanted the Instagram. That brings me to why I blew up on TikTok by accident because I went to TikTok because it was new at the time. And I wanted to get at Woodbully before anyone else took it. Right. And then I posted some Instagram videos and then checked back a couple days later after forgetting about it and seeing that I got like 10,000 plays on each video. Yeah. Because I think I was the first person in construction to, to be dumb enough to actually post on that, on that platform because at the time it was just teenagers using it. Yeah. And then I just posted everything that I had banked and then started making content just for that format. Yeah. And then every other social media after about a year of TikTok being the biggest thing, they all started to become TikTok, so then I could just take all those TikTok videos and move them to Facebook, move them to YouTube, and then awesome. that's, that was how that worked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the roar of the Lots beast of back there, hey? What did you show up in? What are you driving? We're driving a Camaro. How are you? Nice. Yeah, it's Good a rental. You. Well, we got to this the place in Texas, which I never knew existed, but it was like a mall for rental cars. There was like, I didn't count, but it looks like a hundred different rental companies in one giant building. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, we got the one that that fortress hooked us up with for the rental for the for the event and uh the the lady there just said any trunk that's open you can have the car and drive away with it and, okay. and i was looking around and i seen the camaro and i'm like no way ran over to it we put our bags in it and uh drove away and that's how 
we ended up driving a Camaro around awesome. Texas for the, oh, for for the week. Yeah, that's well done. So, you, uh, your TikTok, you've you've got a bit of a famous personality. I mean, there's a few things that you, you've got a few catchphrases and and um, what do I want to call it, like mannerisms you use and an attitude you have on there that really kind of gets a lot of engagement from people. Yeah. One is your your pay attention, Brian, little opening uh, statement there that you use yeah. all the time that yeah. people have really bought into that. Um, I think part of it is too is like just the like the confidence or like that the bit of an ego that you're putting there to be like. Listen up, Brian, you're an idiot, and so is everybody else that's watching this. You're all idiots. Like, that's kind of the attitude yeah, you yeah. take. And it just, like, most people probably don't mind. They're like, they get what you're doing. Right. But, but there's just some people that just can't handle it. It's like an inside joke that you really have to get to appreciate. Yeah. And if you don't get it, you think I'm a, I'm a lunatic. Yeah. I just really wanted that big brother energy. So you, like, I say I'm talking to my little brother. I go, you and all your friends are idiots, and here's why. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I'm a big brother. And even if I'm wrong... I have to be confident because I can't break the facade of Big Brother being right. Yeah, yeah. So whether yeah. I'm right or not is irrelevant to what I'm doing. Right. So the the whole probably the more wrong you are, the better the video does. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I kind of got caught up in that where I'd intentionally do stuff a little bit wrong, just to create to incite a little bit of uh, of violence in the comments. Yeah. Engagement. Yeah. Engagement so I've seen that. Like there's a there's an account I follow. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like. Uh, the, wait, what is it again? It's like internet tips, like websites you should know. You know which one I'm talking about, Bryce? Uh, and the guy does it. He just goes on there and he's like, here's a website you should know and here's why and here's the software you should use instead of this one or something like that. And it's like these cool things. But he intentionally in every video will say a word wrong and not like he doesn't like emphasize it. He'll just say it wrong because he freaking knows that everybody out there just can't help themselves but to jump in a comment and be like, you're an idiot. They'd be like, hey, yep. if you want to see a map of Canada, you just have to go to this <laughs> website. And then people are like, it's Canada, you idiot. And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. But they it's fall like, right into the trap. Like, flies in a web. 100%. He so, does it every yeah. video. Yeah. So it's hard because you see the engagement. And it's hard. It's That's why I call it like mining for followers. Like, I'm going to do something <laughs> that's going to get 10 million people's attention. Yeah. and. 10,000 of them are going to get it and they're going to follow me and then 990,000 people are going to be like, look at this moron, <laughs> right? Or whatever. Uh, and I feel like, but the thing is, the people who get it are the ones that I want to follow me. Yeah. The people who don't Absolutely. get it wouldn't like me anyway, so who cares? The people yeah. that don't get it give you more content because they, you've, yeah, you've yeah. totally just, you're like, yep, that's mine and you've reposted these <laughs> chirps and then you respond to it and it's just like, they're doing it for you. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, it starts to become where... At first, I'm like, uh, we need to create content around construction, but that doesn't mean we have to always be based on the construction itself. And Absolutely. Sometimes they say things that are so stupid that you can't resist. It's already a meme before I even respond. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> a little a little one-liner in the response, take a screenshot, and then boom, now they have to close their Facebook account. Right. That happened a couple times. So I, started, I got to carry it away. One guy, he maybe left like... 30 or 40 comments in the span of an hour. So I definitely noticed him because yeah. Facebook doesn't let me see every notification anymore because there's so many. And right. I, they'll let me see the preview. Like it'll say like goof and I go to click on the comment and it will, it'll bury it and won't let me see it. Right. So I just got to like, okay, I guess I'm a goof. I have to <laughs> let that one go. But occasionally I get lucky. If you tag me in it, I can actually see it. Right. And then this guy did 30. So I said, okay, it's time for the tool of the month segment. <laughs> and then I posted him in it and he had to close his Facebook because he said he's got thousands of inboxes people were making fun of him his dog his wife everything but the truth is he was really really nasty in those 30 comments so that's probably why people gave him and then he came to me and he's like I can't believe the negativity on this on social media and like the irony you is are. Like, what you, you are negative you're the creator of the shit the least yeah. you could do is eat a little bit of it yeah and it's crazy the irony that that 
the taste of his own medicine was so bitter he didn't even realize he was tasting it. Yeah, <laughs> just like <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. I was like, that's how I know. Maybe I should take it easy because these guys really don't even know what's going on. Yeah. So what is, what are you at for followers on TikTok now? One hundred and ninety thousand, I believe. Okay. We're getting close. Yeah, awesome. Well, maybe you'll hit two hundred thousand followers at the same time we hit two hundred episodes. We can do this all over again. Yeah, that would be, be cool. Like, <laughs> Should be long on that. And Facebook, I have 120,000. It came up out of nowhere, pretty much. Yeah, how do you do, oh, wow. even do that on Facebook anymore? I thought Facebook was going to make a comeback for whatever reason. Um, they just introduced Reels. Yeah. So I had already 200 videos banked from doing sure. a year and a half of TikTok. And then I was like, I'll just put my TikTok videos on Facebook. Because I think people forgot how many people are on Facebook. Yeah. It's fucking everyone's on Facebook. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> everyone. knows on Facebook. Yeah. It's just because we're not using it all the time. Because I think social media used to be the thing where you check up on your aunt or your grandma and you see pictures. Now it's only for people to see what their favorite personalities are doing and that's it. Right. When's the last time you went on Facebook to check on a family member or you went on Instagram to check on a family member? Yeah. I've never ever followed my family on Instagram ever. There I don't you even go. Follow, I don't even know if they have an account. No. That's what I kind of used Facebook for for a that's while. It was like more Facebook of my family check-ins for a while. on Facebook. Ten for a years while. ago, yeah. 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 And now all people do on social media is scroll through their favorite comedians, their favorite celebrities, their favorite personalities. And that's all that social media is now. It's yeah. just a feed of like... Entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter who it is. And now yeah. TV is becoming irrelevant. Right. So do you remember something... We talked about this before, and I'm going to put you on the spot now, but do you remember some of your favorite chirps? Favorite hate mail? I remember some of yours, but I don't know what that's <laughs> um, So sometimes I noticed that you would get in my comment section and, and you'd basically give the same energy to them. And I found that that's why I thought we'd be best friends before we even <laughs> yeah. met. Oh, man. Because that was, cause sometimes it's just what they say. I think some of my favorites are to just give them short one-word answers to their long rants. Yeah. It's just oh. like saying, they'll go on and be like, this guy's a goof. Why aren't you banned? I know amazing carpenters who get banned every day. You should be banned. And I just say, you know, too bad or no. Just yeah. no or yes or I just, just one simple little thing. Sometimes it's all it takes. Just it's enough like, so like, they know you well, saw it, but yeah, they yeah. don't give I two wrote, shits. I wrote all this stuff. I want you to. I want you to give that back to me. I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> the, the in the body they usually ask at least one question and I'll answer that one question. Yeah. Oh, these mics are less balanced in Texas. It's like yeah. Yeah, they never fall over in a So my favorite one from you is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear yeah. okay. How about it? So the guy, it, it, it had to do with, I think it was. You remember it better than I do. It was an expanding foam. It was when I did those expanding foam videos. Okay. And um, For the post you're talking, right? Yeah, yeah. For a for fence the, post? Or it, it was for a fence, a steel fence post, but yeah. we used the deck anchor for the steel fence post just to do overkill to make sure that we were good. We went down four feet. But anyways, the guy said, um, I wish I, I, I was looking for it, but I couldn't find it. But he said, um. What does this have to do with its weight distribution and the ability to take loads? And then you wrote, what does it have to do with your mom's weight distribution and her ability to take loads? And I thought it was a <laughs> sensational. <laughs> That's how I knew that. You're my favorite person. <laughs> and that was with the filter on. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, so you like, got a way to say stuff like that without getting, without getting it flagged, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so oh I don't follow our social media accounts like that closely. You should. And I'm so, freaking hilarious. So last night, <laughs> we're at dinner last night or like the barbecue, and Shane tells me the story, and it was like, yeah, and I did that from the deck shop account. And I was like, like from our company account. And he's like, yeah, I guess I didn't switch over, but anyways, it's out there. Yeah, <laughs> on my TikTok thread too. 
It was fantastic. Yeah. Even the guy, uh, the troll who made the comment, he said LOL after. So, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. you got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a your mama joke. It's like, right. it's amazing. It was fantastic. <laughs> it's hard to shut up a troll. Hey, they're always ready. It was like, like one of those uh, battle rap winning punchline kind <laughs> yeah. of ass, right? Yeah. It was yeah. fantastic. White flag, white flag. I loved it. <laughs> oh, okay. we'll, have to, we'll have to step in and comment a bit more create some history together <laughs> yeah uh, i honestly like i barely remember that and you keep you told me that so uh, a couple times i can't now, forget like, it i sent it to all my friends as a meme <laughs> but i don't have it anymore i was looking for it, it must have been an older phone but i sent it to everyone i'm like and they all just thought it was a <laughs> meme that actually made us laugh out loud which is a rare occurrence yeah yeah so. that's so funny so i don't you can't give this up but you have your first of all where did the pay attention brian who's like where's the name come from is that somebody you actually know in your history yeah there was a brian holding a camera and i'm like pay attention so the reason i the, the first video where i said pay attention brian was because he was filming random stuff instead of <laughs> me and i didn't have editing software i'm like this is one take pay attention brian we're <laughs> over here now so like and then I figured I'd leave it in because people thought it was funny. So then yeah. all my videos were like, come over here, come look at this. But I used to have to do that and then try to clip that part out. Right. Because I'm like, I, I have to direct and star in this stupid little video that I'm doing <laughs> yeah. at the same time. So it's like, come on, Brian, pay attention. Look at this. Here's what we're doing. And then I just left it in. And then I stopped doing it. And then a bunch of people started messaging me. Um, Why didn't you say pay attention, Brian? And I'm like, oh, God, I'll do it again. And yeah, good. I thought That's I'd taper stick. off a little bit. And then everyone's like, nope. So the keep more doing it. it. The more they it watch. was like the yeah. I didn't do it, kid. Yeah. Simpsons episode when Bart <laughs> yeah. knocked down the crusty studio stage and said. <laughs> and I so didn't that's do it. super funny because I thought, like, not knowing where the history of it, where it came from, I actually sh thought that you were taking shots at Baumler right away. But I I spell Brian and, with an I. Okay. Yeah. Obvious. I could. A lot of people. I wasn't able to hear that, mm -hmm. but now that now that you say that, I can hear that that was with a, a Y. Yeah. No, an I. Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so... Which, and now he's shown up in a couple of yes, videos Yes, I think you. because of the way the algorithms work. So when I say certain things or put things, people who have those interests will see them. I feel like 99% of my followers are named Brian. Yeah. <laughs> and just because the algorithm is on point now. So Brian Baumler's attention, he was like my idol, so getting his attention was hilarious. And then I ran into him in Florida, yeah. and he already knew who I was. So when I met him, I was like, this guy already knows who I am. To me, yeah. it's like meeting fucking Paul McCartney or something. <laughs> and uh, so we got to talking for a bit. You know, it's, it's nice to have a guy like that around for advice because he knows a lot more about the, the media side of the construction business than anyone else, I think, in our country. Yeah. I would yeah. say, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we ended up doing the Beat the Bully, and I asked him if he wanted to come and be a guest judge for the first episode, and he just said, yeah, and came. Yeah. There was awesome. literally no question, no talk of anything. He just said, I can be there. Yeah. And then he showed up five minutes early, did his thing and left, and I was so shocked that he that I actually showed up, and and it didn't. Cost yeah, because he told grand. he was like, yeah, I'm coming, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. whole time. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm Where did sure the there. the beat the bully idea come from? What's the history there? When I met him in Florida, I was talking about how social media is the future of construction entertainment and HGTV. Let's be honest, no real construction workers watch it anyways. But now we have uh, the influence from all our peers are actually are buying into new tools and stuff like this, and it's a different game. So I think HGTV's dead. He's like, well, I bet if I offered you a TV gig, you'd take it. And I said, you're right, I would. <laughs> um, I'm like, are you doing that? And he's like, we have a good idea for a show. And on the spot, I was like, we'll call it Beat the Bully. It'll be like Iron Chef of Carpentry. I'll invite trolls from the internet, yeah. guys from the comment section, to come go head-to-head -head with me in a competition of carpentry, equal amounts of time, equal piles of lumber, equal parameters, and let the best man win. 
and he said it's genius. He sat me down with his production company to do a meeting to, to pitch it. I pitched it to them. They said, it's a great idea, but let's be honest, you're not able to hold a show on your own shoulders, not quite famous enough. And <laughs> yeah. I said, that's fair. And then just, plus getting the trolls to show up is going to be next to impossible. Yeah. So, okay, I, I could see where they wouldn't want to take a risk on that. So I ended up doing it myself. And then we're just going to do it as a YouTube and Facebook thing. Yep. So that way, when I did reach out to Baumler again and say, hey, get, remember that idea I had a few months ago? Well, I'm doing it. Do you want to be part of it? So he said, yeah. And awesome. so, so you shot what, one? So far, we shot one episode. And was it hard to get a troll to come on? Like that seems like that would be nearly impossible. Yeah, so I posted on a on really viral video. I did on purpose where I, I took the 6x6 six six off the sawhorse and then threw it in the mud because I had a feeling it would incite violence. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And then I cut it in the mud because we're cutting a six by six with a seven and a quarter. So we have to cut it four times. It won't bind. Yeah. Right. Um, so it really didn't make a difference in terms of safety. It was just like a procedural, like, what is he doing kind of moment. Yeah. Plus it was pouring rain. And that also helps. Which also pisses people off that you yes, work in the rain. They think yeah. I'm supposed to go home because it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> like, you go home when it rains, not me. I don't even care if my crew goes home when it rains. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Because especially when I was a foreman, if you count how much money, if you're going to pay by the hour, say 35 an hour or something. Every time you go home, it's 350 bucks off the end of your check. Yeah. Because yep. it's raining? Yeah. No thanks. I think I'll work. And that was what gave me that attitude. And then I'm not afraid of the rain. I'm going to take a shower when I get home anyways. Might as well <laughs> do it now. Water. Yeah. 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 Who cares? Take a bath on the way home while I'm sitting in the truck. My wife loves it. I, I come home smelling fresh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just throw a little forest. dry shampoo in your hair at the start of the day so it lathers you all day. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You don't smell in, like uh, turpentine. Follow me for more tips. <laughs> yeah. Follow me for more tips. Where was I at? Where was I talking I about? Know. Oh, the, the, the beat the bully? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Getting the guy to show up. The guy ended up showing up was actually a big fan. And he was a follower, and he just thought it would be a great opportunity for exposure. So he's a real carpenter. Um, he ended up being a great guy. I think we're friends now. Um, does I he follow you on Facebook? He does, yeah. Then you're friends. I can't, yeah. <laughs> That's a legit, that's it. Facebook official. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Change his relationship status and everything. <laughs> now friends, friends with, with Wood Bully. <laughs> um, so uh, he was a really good sport about it. He came out. I can't tell you who won, but what we did is we had Brian do a blind judge where he didn't know. Who built what? What did you build? We built a, a porch, was four feet by four feet by three feet high, with stairs and handrails. Okay. Okay. Um, and skirting, and we had four hours to do it. And yeah. it might sound like a lot of time, but realistically, it's not. It's not a lot of time. <laughs> I was like, normally I didn't it's think two that was guys. A lot of time. Two guys, eight hours to do it correctly. Yeah. So we did it in four hours. It was rough. Yeah. Watching the clock go down. We were in the 90-minute mark. We took a little break. Let's pause the clock. Everyone had a cigarette, and we did some interviews and stuff. And I was like, we got this. The frame is already up. And then it was like... Yeah, but the frame doesn't take time. It's the skirting. Not even that. Blocking the, <laughs> the posts for the railings. And I look over. Another 90 minutes has passed. I got one, two, three, four, five, six posts in. I'm like, oh, my God. We are not going to be able to do this. Yeah. And, of course, I picked the craziest, dumbest design I could think of. Where I just everything was all mitered and beveled, and I used the, the I chamfered everything with a router. So there was that like you were out to <laughs> add your own little creativity in there. That was the whole point. We had same the same parameters, yeah. the same materials in the same time, but design was up to us, and gotcha. how we would finish it is up to us. So that's kind of where I'm good anyway. So I had a feeling I'd be good at that, but the second I pulled out the router, I knew that I'd fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I have time to do this. Yeah. And then I started, I and you had to continue. I should have just used a hammer to round the edges of the post. Yeah. <laughs> I should have done good. nothing to it. But, yeah, I can't reveal who won, but Brian picked Blind Judge. He didn't know which one of us built which, and then he chose, and uh, the episode is being edited now, so. Awesome. It'll be like a 20, 25-minute thing. 
And that's coming out on YouTube and Facebook. YouTube and Facebook. Soon. Yeah. Soon, like in July. Perfect. Excellent. Awesome. How's this been? The event here. You enjoyed Ooh, yourself? It's, it's the usual circus. Like they had you working. Yeah, I was actually working. They had me falling on all the swords at the beginning. Yeah. And holding me accountable, which is fun. Yeah. But we got it done. Yeah. Did you get some good content out of it, of course? I hope so. Yeah. There's a lot of noise in the background. We went live on Facebook a few times. I haven't noticed of... <laughs> noise in the background. As the saw's running right now. Yeah. So it, it's not the ideal the environment. problem. So <laughs> the difference between this and HGTV is we don't stop the tools to start talking. Right. The tools are always going because we can't stop work because that's why we're here. Yeah. And the talking is just a complement to it, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, is this your first look at Newcastle Steel? This is my first time seeing Newcastle Steel. What do you think? I like it. That's pretty good. Steel right? is any 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 solution that's functional that you can put together and is stronger than wood. I'll take it. Yeah. And so the the idea behind this event is that steel sharpens steel. Yeah. And they're both trying to take market share from wood, uh, but at the end of the day, it's a versus. Like everybody that's here knows that that's what we were looking at, right? Yes, it, 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 correct. And Fortress is something I've been using for a while. Like the beginning of the pandemic, when, when pressure-treated lumber was getting to like $100 a square foot to frame a deck. <laughs> it's yeah. when I was like, okay. Sounds like we're leaving some money on the table, yeah. Shane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> New plan. Yeah. Sell treated lumber in Ontario to, yeah. to Gord. <laughs> like, Anyways, I was exaggerating slightly. Okay, okay. Either way, the price of lumber had gone up by 500% or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. It went from a $5 2x4 to a $23 2x4, something like that. I don't That's remember. Yep. I don't look yep. at prices. <laughs> I just buy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to get a mortgage for a 2x4. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, there has to be a better way. So we started. Look, I started looking into steel options, and I called some other business owners that I knew. I'm like, what do you think of going towards steel? because of the way lumber is right now. And of course, some of the old school guys said, no, steel's a nightmare. You need an engineer to stamp everything. It's a, because that's the way it used to be, right? To yeah. pass, to, to pull yeah. permits with a steel. And then I called a few places locally that, that made um, steel framing for commercial buildings and interior stuff, but it was galvanized. And, and yeah. they gave me some quotes. And then eventually I found Fortress very shortly after that. And then it was all powder coated. It was black. It looked so intentional just for what I was looking for. Yeah. And at the time, the prices were so similar. Pressure treated and, and, and the steel system was literally like 10% difference. So it made almost perfect sense to go to my clients that I was already booked for the year and go, listen, we're going to frame it with steel. It's going to cost an extra 10%. But you trust me, we don't want to burn our money on pressure treated because the value is going to drop any minute. I yeah. told them any minute. It ended up being three years, but or whatever, two years or But whatever. in the yeah. lifespan of a deck, that is any minute. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we're going to spend $1,000 now, what it's going to be worth, what you would have spent $200 in a year from now. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's just spend the money now on something where we're actually getting the value out of it. Right. The warranty right. on the frame. Mm -hmm. Right. We're not and just paying for logistics. We're yeah. paying for the actual product. Yeah. 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 So, that's, that's where I made that switch. One of the biggest things we talked about in our store when we were trying to sell it was the lumber had gone up and steel was still, if you looked at framing product to framing product, it was twice as much money. But like you say, on the entire job and on the entire scope of the thing, it was like 10 to 15%. Yeah, because the decking point. was the same. Railings and if you think same. about it, decking is going to last 30 years. The frame's going to last 15 before the joists start to rot. Right. Even if it's pressure treated, even if you tape it, doesn't matter. So your warranty is 30 years on a deck. Your warranty on wood is zero. Yeah. yeah. So what are we going to do? We're going to come in and replace the frame for you. We keep all the decking that's already out of date. They stopped making that color anyways. Yep. So why don't we just make so the frame and 
the decking have the same warranty and both are going to live 30 years, 40 years. Yeah, now your entire, the entire deck is a 25 year warranty. Correct. Not, not zero that, and 30. Yeah, that me as, a, as an installer, I use the manufacturer's warranty and I pass that on. Yep. Instead of me having to warranty something for 25 years out of my own pocket. Correct. I, I only have to warranty my labor and that's so if I make a mistake, I'll come and fix it for free. Yeah. That's yep. how that works. Yep. Yeah. Which undoubtedly you make a lot of them. Yeah, but I fix them before I leave. <laughs> we, we, say, we say it never leaves the kitchen. Right? Yeah. You overcook that, throw it in the garbage, make another one. You don't bring it to the table. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So mistakes happen, but we clean them up right away. But sometimes you do bring it to the table just to see the guy react, right? <laughs> yeah. To incite sometimes violence. Sometimes you burn it on purpose. <laughs> and then I tell them, uh, we're going to have to pay. We, what we do is we build stuff that's terrible, yeah. just total hack job. And then we go, if you don't give me the final check, I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds effective. I've seen guys use it with their girlfriends when I was younger, and it seemed to work. It's 100 percent so yeah, success rate sales on this. Sales one hundred and one. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Follow me for more tips. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, pressure sales. Those yeah. are pressure sales. It works, tactics. buddy. It works. Well. Uh, full disclosure: Don't do that. Yeah, don't. It's bad customer service. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. It's a bad way to relate to your clients. I was joking. Warning, warning, I was joking, please. Well, you're still here, so clearly. So, you <laughs> were joking. Because he gave me the check. No, they all paid. Yeah. I was like, I think they all paid is what happened. I didn't want that blood on their hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what's the plan now? Oh. You're here, you've done this. Now, what? Where are you going? Oh, we're going to Dallas. Okay. To do more work. Okay. No, we didn't do any work. This is all voluntary stuff anyways, but... What are you um, doing in Dallas? You have, you and your... Because your wife go, came down. Wife? I brought my wife with yeah. me. Yep. She's my life life yeah. assistant. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. She manages me. She's my handler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah if you I, need a handler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would get lost. Yeah. Um, so we're going to head to Dallas and find out. Oh, I want to go see the grassy knoll. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, we talked about this. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, like, yeah. didn't get his final check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that was dark. <laughs> Too far. No, I don't think so. No. You're pushing it now. Yeah. <laughs> So that was gonna, from his own mouth, not the company account, so yeah, that works yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, this is the okay. podcast account. It's yeah, different. Yeah, that's right. Well, I know you guys were, well, she was wanting to get you out of here. I'm sure you'd stay here all week if you could. But Oh, yeah. You guys want to get going to Dallas, so we'll let you go. But thanks for sitting down and giving us some of your time. Did I give any, any did we talk about anything related oh, to? I was super disappointing from what I was expecting, but I think that. Like <laughs> I feel the same. I feel like. It's so anticlimactic. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Story of my life. No, no, we're yeah. going to get you back on because I, I do want to go through, because I love watching your stuff. I love, I love, just love the comments. I don't even really care what the video is about. It's just like, boop, comment section. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And so, I, like, we have to do that at some point. You have to, like, get a oh, collection yeah. of, like, yeah. your top or two we'll just hundred. we'll just scroll live because comments come in every five seconds. Right. And we'll just find dumb ones and <laughs> yeah, we can do that too. respond accordingly. Just straight up read them. So, yeah, but we got to do it in person so again. So funny. you have to come. To, we talked to you about uh, Deck Expo. You come. I'll see you guys at Deck Expo, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So let's do that. Yeah, we'll do that again. Excellent. As long as, Perfect. as long as uh, there's, there's sponsors for this, right? They're not gonna like everything. <laughs> uh, not this one. Okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah, this one is uh, on the house. Yeah. So I guess I'm done here, and I got to get out of this seat for the next guy. That's right. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna bring Jason in. All right. So. Well, thanks, guys. Not that the seat needed warming, but. <laughs> oh yeah, not in this not in this climate. <laughs> awesome, thanks, Gord. No Have a good worries. trip back. Thanks for having me. Wanna grab that? Got it. See you at Expo, buddy. And next up, <laughs> here you are. Oh, you're <laughs> a flexi chair. It's just the heat that made it that way. I think that's just because it's so hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the chair's actually made out of glass. Right. 
I'm gonna have a refreshment. I'm very thirsty. Okay, we're getting Jason mic'd up here. Is Jason Alloway? Is that how you say it? That's me. Probably one of the easier names I've had to deal with today. So, Jason Alloway from Newcastle Steel and Newcastle Builds. Is that the other name? Yep. Yep. So uh, you're here because you're the other half of the Steel Sharpened Steel here, or maybe the first half. Yep. Uh, because you, not too long ago, purchased, or I'm not sure, acquired, became the owner of Newcastle Steel, which used to be a Trex uh, Elevations product. And so you've kind of taken that on now and refining it and getting it back out into the market. And so it's still pretty fresh, I think, for you. But that's it. Pretty cool to have it here and see uh, all these guys playing around with it so welcome it is. to the podcast it is thank you i appreciate being on here i heard you had about as fun of a time getting here as we did oh yeah not too yeah. easy At, we, we kind of had it lucky we were almost to the airport when a, a buddy that was on the same flight called and said they canceled our flight don't bother i was like yeah. no they didn't yeah. <laughs> he's like no they canceled our flight so we pulled over and said well driving's like 11 hours we could probably make it at nine and here we are. Yeah. So that worked. 100 miles an hour the whole way. All the rain. material is here already. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fun. Yeah. So, how did yesterday go? You guys framed up the decks yesterday. Both of them got framed. Decking's yep. happening today. Yep. You were working by yourself, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I wasn't here to see it, but yep. <laughs> yep. I believe that's how that went. And how did yep. that go? Like, your system went good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew that they were bringing a, a team, a whole troop of people. My guys are all sick and having babies. So, it was really, I was like, well, I'm the only guy that can go. So, yep. I'm just going to figure it out and build it myself. And yeah. we did. Did so. a bit of prep work and then shipped it out. Yep, that's it. Stocked it together here. Yep, I got kind of injured a couple of weeks ago, cut my hand real deep, and, you know, this thing kind of was thrown on our plate last minute on top of an already really full plate. So I said, I have a day. I'm going to build this thing in the shop, <laughs> dismantle it, ship it back out there, and, you know, I feel not like all this of it, landed, like most of it was done. But not this all. landed on everybody's plate kind of out of nowhere. It did. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ashley sort of sprung this on everyone. No, he did. <laughs> I, I was talking to him one night, and I said, so... You know, do you want to display our steel there? And he said, yeah, that'd be great. I said, I'll, I'll donate whatever you need. Like, no problem. He's like, man, that's awesome. Thank you. And the next morning, I saw the, the Facebook post, like everybody else, that three weeks' time, everybody in Mount Pleasant, Texas. <laughs> I was like, Ashley. I was like, I don't have to be there, right? I don't have time to get there. Yeah. But uh, I'd like I to take my out. donation of product back, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been telling them the whole time. I'm like, I'm not actually coming. You know that, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Um, so I want to hear the story. Like, it's not every day that a contractor uses a product and then buys it, all of it. Like well, because you, you, you used <laughs> Fortress as well before, right? So we were 100% Elevations pretty much, I think, since the first year that Elevations was a product. Okay. Right? We, we went in full, full bore and just said, no more wood. We're only going to do steel. And that was a product. Uh, a couple LGS frames. When Fortress first launched, uh, we were asked locally in Atlanta if we would build a Fortress display deck. Uh, Fortress asked us to do it. Our suppliers did. Trex people actually asked us to build this Fortress deck because okay. they said they need a they need a, a competitor. Like they or Certainly. we need a competitor. So they need help. They need to get out there. Go do it. They'll you'll help all of us if you go do it. So we right. did that and uh, you know pros and cons. Liked it a little bit. Didn't like some other things. And uh, but then we went back to doing our other steel. You know just doing elevations. When elevations were discontinued, we just you know kind of ran over to Fortress. We're like, hey man, we're we're gonna do your stuff now. Like nobody knew Trex was going away yet, uh, so we kind of snuck in and started doing Fortress, and uh, you know we started doing a lot of Fortress actually. But then when the opportunity kind of popped up to buy the elevations line, not the name, but you know the what the product the basically product, is, yeah. Yeah. we just kind of jumped on it. I mean, supply chain was crazy. Everybody, nobody knew where and when they were gonna be able to get their product, and you know, what are the price increases gonna do. So at the time, it just made sense to buy it, run it ourselves, even if it was only for our own frames, like in-house for Newcastle Build. Um, and then from there, it just kind of, it's grown to what we have now. 
So we purchased it last October, and now here oh, we wow. are today. Okay. You yeah. know, I have a tent now. Yeah. <laughs> and a tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, a couple shirts, some hats. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. You it took was... all your profits, bought these few items, That's and then donated that, flew across it, drove across the country. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, so back to work because I'm at zero again. Right. So, no, we, we've actually done pretty well. We've paid off our investment already. You know, we, we've awesome. sold quite a bit Good so far. We've only been in business, you know, basically three months, and we've sold quite a bit of product. Good for wow. you. A lot of people picking it up. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's good. So are you, you're trying to sell it at retail, like you're getting it in, like stocking dealer type thing, or is it all custom order? A little of both. Yeah. Initially, we wanted to go direct contractor, try to, um, you know, just knock that 30 points that distribution puts on it and then the suppliers put on it. Yeah. Uh, so we we're just going to go straight to everybody. I didn't expect all of the... Um, all the contractors to push back so much. Everybody said, well, what do you mean I got to unload it at the street by hand? Don't you have a forklift you can send out? And I'm like, well, no, like you're saving 60% right. over anybody else. Like get your guys and unload it, it'll take you an hour. Yeah. So everybody's pushing back. So now if somebody wants it, like, well, we're happy to ship it direct and sell direct. Or if they have a supply house that wants to pick it up, we're trying to do like exclusive partnerships in certain markets. Uh, like in Colorado was a big one. We got specialty wood products there, picked it up there. In Colorado, that's the only place you can buy it. Atlanta, Atlanta will be Randall Brothers. Uh, we'll get. I think we're going to be in here pretty soon. Kind of the same thing. So yeah. from a retailer side, like from a retailer stance, there's certainly some some value in that because for us, if we bring a product on, typically we have to invest in marketing it, and we have because nobody comes in and asks for Newcastle right. steel, right? Sure. They ask for an alternative to wood. How how can I have something that lasts longer? And so yeah, they part don't of, even really ask that. No, yeah, at this point, right? <laughs> no, we've, we've but they've heard about it. Yeah, right. Well, maybe they've heard about steel framing or or some yeah. other how does it last longer so you have to invest in that as a retailer and and so if we bring it in land product and then two months later you open up a lumberyard down the street from us for yeah us, and it's, it's in like, home depot with lowe's and direct and all that yeah, like what's in it for you so well, direct exclusive partnerships it's yeah. good yeah. for everybody yeah. yeah so what's the is are you planning on continuing to build like the construction side of your business or that not side but the other business is going to continue to go yeah. on and Kind of simultaneously running yeah. both so, these companies? So they're very separate companies now. Uh, they're not attached in any way, shape, or form. So we have guys that are building the decks. They're, we're still booked out for the year. You know, there's no reason to give that up until we necessarily have to. Right. Yep. Um, I like building. It's all I've ever done. Yep. This is new. Like, manufacturing is a headache. It's fun. It's nice to test things and, like, be able to, you know, propel stuff in the, in the industry and, like, it'll be more at the forefront, I guess. Yep. That makes sense? Yeah. Yep. Um, but buildings, at our, it's it's in our hearts. Like yeah. that's what we're good at. It's what we like to do. Like we yeah. like building, you know, quarter million dollar decks. And like, you know, not even for awards. Just like putting up that kind of a structure, is, it means something. Yeah, it's rewarding something. to you to, right. to finish and look at that. So yeah. how like, do you look forward to what this might become and think like, good God, how am I going to scale this? How am I going to manage if this if this really takes off? Then yeah, the answer is money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it really is. Right? Really, yeah, really I'm is. like, so I need eight people over here and four people over here. All right, do I have enough money for 12 people yeah. for a year? Yeah. You know, just uh, like if nobody bought anything, how long could I go right now? And the answer is like two years. Yeah. So I think I'm in a good spot. I mean, we'll, we'll just keep throwing everything we have at it. Yep. I, uh, I do a lot of things out of spite. You know, it's to my detriment, probably. <laughs> yeah. if, if people think Sometimes. I can't do yeah. something, I'm like, oh, really? I can't, yeah. can't I? Like, <laughs> let me show you what I can't do. Yeah. Like, so that's, it's kind of, it drives us. So, yeah, I think it'll be fun. I mean, it's, uh, we're right in the beginning of it. I think it's a great time for steel. You're about to see a lot of other industry, or, uh, other manufacturers pop up with their own frames. I yeah. think Timberchart's sure. doing something. Decorators probably do something. Right. Uh, just random guys. I know a couple guys up in, like, Minnesota that are trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of work to get to the point where you can launch. I mean, without Trex gave us a lot of help, a lot of support. 
they said, here, here's everything but the name. You have the engineering, you have the data, the marketing, the oh, wow. every little part that they ever put into it, we have, except for the name elevations. You know, so, they're, they're saying, once your website's 100% live, like, let us know. We'll put a link to our site. I mean, like, there's a lot there. There's you maybe so can't answer this, but why why were they getting away from it anyway? Was it just they kind of felt like they'd put enough into it and it wasn't? I think there's a lot of uh, answers to that. And the one that I got that I really took to heart because it came from somebody higher up at Trex was that they couldn't get their sales force behind it. They couldn't, like, every quarter, you know, the they were having their meetings and the sales team the numbers were just dwindling and everybody complained about it. Everybody hated it. You know, the, the reps had to know engineering. They had to be able to talk to the contractor, talk to the suppliers, talk to the inspector, talk to homeowners. And it's, that's not what they're there for. You know, like the Trex reps, and I, I know a lot of them, they're great people, but they want to go in and say, how many truckloads of decking do you want today? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. this week, great, thank you. Commission check, well, they're, like, yeah. they're like everybody else. They want to do the least amount of work for the most right. effort, like for the most money, exactly. right? Yep. And it's, it's not that they don't want to work. It's just like that's human nature to try and be extremely efficient. And so if you have to try and sell 10 decks or two truckloads of decking, two truckloads of decking is better. It's, that's yeah. two orders, not exactly. 10 orders. Well, right? and exactly. I think part of the problem with the Trex elevations is it wasn't really a complete system at the, at the time. It was missing some obvious components, I think, which it looks like you've you've addressed we're already. Trying. Yeah, right? we're trying. But like, what were some of those things? I think they didn't make a post at that time, did they? Like a bearing they did. post? They had a post. Did and they? They, they okay. did it a lot like Fortress is doing it. I mean, you were using a, a four-inch tube steel post, like 316 gauge. Gotcha. And a you know, walled steel and with a Simpson base plate and a Simpson bracket on the top. Okay. And it's as about as soft as that one is. You know, like, there's it's not a lot of uh, lateral support there. So most guys were, were using it were like, well, this is stupid. Can mm. I just use a six-by-six six post? That's what I'm used to. I know how to work with that. And so, so you have it a just treated kind of post. drove the market. Right. People were yeah. taking a treated post and putting it under the, the yeah. elevations. And I, d I did that plenty in the beginning. We did a lot of wood stair stringers, too. Because I was like, well, these stairs are super stupid. Like, they're really difficult to put together. I'm just going to do a wood stringer. It'll be fine. Right. And yep. it, it, it's not fine anymore, though. You do that now, within a year, it's all falling apart. And so are you still, is like, what we're seeing today is this kind of like your complete vision, or are you still working on figuring oh, no. some things out, we got a lot some new parts? And yeah, some, we got a lot to come. Yeah, cool. Uh, we're launching these posts here pretty soon. They're uh, kind of in final testing, I guess. This, it's a field adjustable support posts. We're going to do a ledger. We're, we're working on a ledger attachment. Uh, probably do a 10-inch choice, I would think, maybe next year. Something <laughs> like our 2-inch two, two 14-gauge posts, or uh, sorry, Joyce is, it's a, it's a monster, right? That thing's beefy. Can yep. handle most of the loads. You can get out to 22 feet with a 10-foot cantilever. Holy smokes. At 50 psf. If you double them up, right? But still, nobody's yep. going to do it. It'll be like a trampoline. You'll be able to bounce a quarter, you know, yeah. walking across it. But you yeah. can do that. But with it's it. safe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It'll it'll meet code. So um, if we can beef up to another size joist, I think that would be great. Um, new stair system. I think that's obvious. We need something better. Right. Yeah, I think the stair system. Well, you know, you just said it, but it's like the stair system is probably the weakest point right now in that. It it's hard to trim. To get. Like it's hard to trim out, and it's hard to get. Like, uh, it's not that, I mean, we do it. We do it every day. It's it's not that hard once you get used to it. It's it's harder than the competitors. I'll get yeah. that. You know, yeah. they they have us beat there. But yeah, and harder than wood because that's who you're trying to take, right? You're trying to move wood guys to steel. I don't think that's going to be that difficult. I think yeah. a lot of guys are going to run to steel here pretty soon. Okay. I mean, you have bigger companies that have warranty crews that are just following past projects right. that are like two years old. You work with steel, you don't have any warranty issues, tech, typically. Like, there's no going back because of a deflected joist or crown joist or rod or yeah. whatever. It's just, it's done. You, yeah. you build it, you get your profit, you move on. We don't have any warrant like, on the build side, we don't have any warranty crew or anything at all. Like, we'll maybe get, like, four things a year, and it's typically lighting. Like, lighting's burning out or something stupid. It's never right. the frame. It's never the deck. Yep. So, um, you know, and it depends what you're trying to get. Like, we're not trying to be the, the quickest, fastest, easiest frame out there. We're trying to be the strongest. 
right. some. Yep. Yeah. So our stairs, we were we were talking about doing a little test here and driving like a little mini excavator up it and see what it would do because it'll probably take it. Yeah. You know, you can't do that with anybody else's stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I, I, you know, I'm a construction guy and uh, I probably have the wrong attitude about it, but I'm not trying to get everything done as quick as possible. I, I understand that that's kind of where we're going. Everybody wants it super simple and quick, but I'd rather it be stronger and better. Yeah. Well, that's certainly not a bad approach to take. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what's next for, for you then? Like, do you think this is kind of... Like, would you entertain other products, I guess is where I'm going with that. I don't, I don't know where this came from, right? The product went away and maybe you were just, you said the opportunity presented itself, so you did it. Like, mm-hmm. are there others? Are you interested in becoming more on the manufacturer side? No, I want less work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already tired. I'm like, if like, somebody was like, hey, you want to take over this decking line, would you do it? Yeah, no. no. If, if it was in Fiji, yeah. If somebody's yeah. like, oh, I yeah. have this yeah. thing in Fiji, I'm like, sorry, we're out. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Who wants this? I'm gone. Yeah. Um, but no, funny. I mean, I like steel. It's kind of in my blood. We've been doing it for like 17 years now, just exclusively for I think like, like 10 or 12 years. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's what we want to do. I think we can do a lot with it. I think we can improve the market, just make it better for everybody. So yeah. we're going to awesome. just keep hitting away at it. So you said you improved the post that was there. Was there anything yeah. else that you added or partnered with and changed uh the two inch joist is a big deal like that was always part of their beam but they never you know, i don't I want to keep mentioning tracks but uh yeah, it's well, not tracks anymore but yeah. that two inch joist was half of their beam and so we looked at it and we got the engineer to look at it and he said no you can here's a span chart for it and all the system of attachment will work for it and you can get much greater stronger spans so just launching that we took the beams actually out of the product lineup so there's no more skew for a pre-built beam you build them on site Right. Um, and we replaced those beams with the two-inch joist. So same amount of skews, a lot more opportunity, a lot more options. And your beams just built up. It's just two joists. A joist together, the track right? screwed together with, uh, yeah, screw top and bottom every 12 inches, which kind of sucks to kind of do. But we really shine when you're trying to build up a double beam. Like the, the alternative was always to get your beams up in place, and then you get up there on a ladder, and you're trying to screw, like drill through, and it's catching, and guys are flying up a ladder. And it, it really sucks. So for us, now we can just take two joists back to back, screw them in with a screw pattern, cap it with your track, and you're done. Yeah. And no bolting. So it's a little quicker. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks uh, for yeah. thanks for like giving us some of your time to kind of show like tell us what your product here. I, oh, I was you. I was have never seen it actually built, even when it was tracks elevations. Like mm-hmm. we brought some in one time for a contractor, and we saw the pieces of it and sent it on yep. site and whatever it happened. But yep. um, this is a chance for me to kind of see another alternative system, and like it looks pretty slick. And I think for you as a brand new company, this has been I'm guessing probably great for you. The fact that there's so many contractors here that get to see it and touch it and feel it and know what they're looking at now it removes any of the questions about it i think yeah for sure for sure i mean there was uh we were we were getting a lot of customers already there was a lot of guys out there that liked elevations and they liked it more than any other product that's out there right now so now that it's back we're getting calls there are people like man thank you for bringing this back like this is great like we don't like that other stuff we want american made steel you know direct to me like lower price point so there's a lot of people coming back yeah we're we're gonna gonna disrupt i think a little bit yeah. You know, the industry. I heard that a couple of times today, that American-made part, that, and that resonated yeah. with a few people, right? They were like, I like that it's from here, for yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So. I have no problem with the Chinese people. You know, it's kind of funny, like in construction, a lot of the, a lot of the people are, are very just anti, anti-Chinese, right? Which is weird to me. To me, it's, you know, I don't have any problem with, with China, with Chinese or with Chinese products necessarily, but we have an, we have a, an option that's made here, home team, right? Yep. It's, uh, we can do this. We can do it cheaper than anybody else. We can do it better than anybody else. So why wouldn't you go American Steel? You know, yeah. support where we live, support yeah. our team. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. 
Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Jason. We got Scott Kelly up here next, who's going to give us some of his thoughts he on has the day. He's yeah. got nothing. Looks he's like he's changed the shirt because it's dry <laughs> for again. Third now. time, right? <laughs> yeah. So he's let, been sweating it out today. Yeah. yeah. We'll let you get back to your booth and do your thing. Oh yeah, here, I got to so. go kick my legs back up. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm tired. we'll let you move from that chair back to the other chair. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks, thanks for you. Us, Jason. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Take thanks. care. Guys, Mr. Scott Kelly, the Godfather of Steel. Whatever you're going by nowadays. (laughs) Why don't you go over here and pop a squat, buddy? Uh, Ah. Sorry, they're so sweaty. (laughs) Right? How you doing, pal? Got off the tools for a bit, hey? Get out of the sun. Yeah. Good. Two years in, we're finally doing this. Right? Here we are. Well, we were scared to because the last time we put you on, it never ended. Right? Right? <laughs> Still got the record, I think. I, you absolutely yes. do. I, I think Simcoe was pushing me, though. He was trying, I think, intentionally yeah, to do that. Right. You're still the only podcast episode that we've ever split into two parts because we're like, I don't know that this is wise to put this all up at once. Let's chew it off into bite-sized It's actually Blake today was talking about it. was like, how many minutes does Scott have on the podcast? And I was like, I don't know. It's like two and a half hours. And Blake's like, all right, I want two hours and 45 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> How has the last couple of days been for you here? It's been warm, and you've been, been out warm. there working hard, it's been helping warm. out. Yeah. Um, I might go with surreal, honestly. Um, That's probably a pretty good description. Yeah, I mean, let's you know, let's look at it. You know, two years ago, hundred plus episodes ago, we're you know we're we're chatting steel for two hours and. <laughs> You know, constantly banging on the door and trying to get people to talk about steel. And I feel like know, here we are, you know, two years later, and we've got two manufacturers and literally people from both coasts. And the boys from Canada survived biblical pegs. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I, I do feel like that episode we did with you. Not to toot our own horn, your horn, horn as we all sit here together, but I feel like that really got a lot of attention and got a lot of contractors thinking like, holy, because I think you answered so many freaking questions that people had about it. They understood after listening to that, that episode, like kind of what they were in for. And to hear somebody that was so passionate about it and had committed to it and was having so much success with it, I think a lot of guys were like, okay, well, now's the time. Now and also I'm, just being like, it's not that scary. And knowing that they then had a resource because you were a very open book, like, hey, if you want to reach out yeah, kind of thing. So I, you kind of became the sounding board for people. Yeah, I think in some ways. I mean, it's definitely been, you know, a real, a real thrill and... Um, humbling and, ex- and exciting at the same time to, you know, I get there's nothing better than texting you guys the screenshot from some random, you know, yeah. some guy in Canada one week and some guy in New Jersey the next week that's like, hey I heard you on Shane and Wade's podcast and I, I want to give Steel a shot and it's you know, that sending you guys those screenshots and it's it's amazing. It's a super cool feeling, and it's yeah, it's it's almost baffling how fast it's sort of picked up momentum. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun for us too because like we never actually get to uh, 
like we don't know who's listening on the other end of this thing for sure like, we have some stats in the back end that we can tell like number of people but it's when we hear people actually see those messages or send a message to us that they were or even when sometimes customers come into the store and there's a customer like our customers locally that'll be like we listen to your podcast it's like really there was a guy in sask there was what? a guy in saskatoon like two months ago came in and he said he was listening to the podcast and he thought it was from the states he thought it was a u.s company right and then right and then right. he heard us talk about the winters and then he was like well wait what and then so he starts like googling and i was like oh this is in saskatoon like i can go to this store well this is incredible right, right? So, yeah no but, yeah i think the idea of of putting this information out and then like you did where you're you just said like i'm accessible i want to grow this whole industry I want steel to be in the conversation. It's where the industry is going. So if you're sure, if you're unsure, or if you're nervous, or you have questions, reach out to me. I'll help you. Right. right? I think right. that's that's huge because so many people are so nervous to try it because it's expensive to cut one of those joists wrong. Sure. Sure. Right. Well, and I mean, let's be candid about it. You're the there's contractors that are just sort of like the building inspectors that you know I've, I've done this for 25 years <laughs> yeah. and uh, that, that's just how it's done and yeah, yeah and like you guys you guys hear it on you know social media with oh pressure treated lumber last 30 years but yeah the growth rings on 30 year old lumber <laughs> don't look anything like a growth ring on something that was cut down a year ago yeah exactly. it's not yeah, the same thing yeah so it's it's definitely, I don't, I'd, almost overwhelming at times to think about, you know, when we first had that episode and it was like, go, 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 like, let's talk steel, let's, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, you, people are like, hey, I'd like to talk to you about steel, and it's like, Okay, maybe well, maybe somebody is listening. A couple of guys <laughs> from Canada, right? So, like, Mike reached out to you, and he started to get super interested. You helped him switch his company over to steel only, right? Because before yep. that, he wasn't. Uh, our buddy Eric from Montreal. Yep, Mr. Tarut. You've had a lot of conversations with him. Got him switched. He's using some steel yeah. now. So. Yeah, Mr. Um, LeBlanc. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. yeah the, He's packing up and moving right now, isn't he? He's like... That's Might be on the road. Close, speak. close. Yeah. Uh, end of July, I believe it is. Oh, is he? I thought it felt like it was sooner. He was selling his stuff off right now. Probably yeah. why I thought it was imminent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's end of July is the move date. So yeah, I think you've you've been like probably one of, if not the most humble dude in the industry, and I think you <laughs> underestimate the impact and the influence that you actually have. Yeah. So that's why you're surprised sure. by it all the time. But I don't think anybody else is surprised by it, right? You're like, oh, did you see this? We're like, yeah, well, I would believe that. Like yeah. you've had a significant impact, up and down, because. The, the vendors have come to you too because they know that you have so much experience in the field and you're willing to provide that feedback and like you've got influence both ways really whether you know it or not yeah I guess <laughs> yeah. yeah it's uh, I guess sometimes it's hard to think that you know you're just like oh, it's little old me and why does this why is this billion dollar corporation gonna listen to what I have to say yeah let's be clear there's nothing little about you Scott <laughs> you can say it's just bold me I'd buy that uh, there you go alright <laughs> but the, the reason they're gonna listen is that nobody in their camp has as much experience as you do yeah. sure right yeah. that's it that's the right. like whole I think I think that's part of it um, and I think I think a lot of it is on my end that it I've come to terms with you know like our good friends over at Cascade and Leif and those guys, you know, they 
they have this model where they're gonna they're gonna be running 400 crews by 2025 or <laughs> yeah. something like that. What yeah. an unreal setup! That yeah, was, hey? yeah, and you know when we had that first episode, the goal was always to make people aware of the benefits and get the ball rolling. And my whole thing was. I have very limited reach with what I can just do, but if I can catch a break with you guys and have a platform and then I can inspire somebody else and they try it. And then, you know, so Mike from Simcoe is a perfect example. Like he tries it out and now he's knocking out these killer projects on steel and other guys are reaching out to Mike and saying, Hey, that's really cool. How do I do that? And then, yeah. you know, next thing you know, you got, you know, we got, Gordon, we got Wood Bully building a, you yeah. know, it's freaking Wood Bully, but he's building yeah. a steel yeah, yeah. like You're not even technically allowed to with the name right, of that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think that's been the coolest part for me is that the, the whole thing was always about trying to get a better alternative out into the market, out into the industry. And, you know, 100 episodes ago, we got that started. Well, and you're such a resource because you've tried them all. Like, right, you could speak to every system that's out there yeah. and the ones that aren't even systems out there. Like, you've just done the Lake Age Steel Avenue 2, so you can speak to the pros and cons of that and the Fortress system and the, yep. it was the Elevation system. Which was is the Elevations, yeah. Yeah, so now like, Newcastle, yeah. There's some guys that could speak to, oh, I've done a steel frame deck, but they've used one or another. Yeah. Whereas you've got, like, this complete picture and, like, you you can just kind of give the, the no BS answer as to what's good about this one versus this one. So right, right. That's why it's valuable to, to me anyway and to people listening, I think, because we did go through all that in that, that whole episode. There was a lot there to unpack. There was a lot there <laughs> There was unpack. a lot there. Yeah. So, so yeah. you've seen Jason's new product, Newcastle. Yes. And what's your feedback on that? What do you, what do you love? What do you, what do you love and what do you not love? I would say the probably the thing that I love the most about it thus far is Jason did a 180 from Trex in that he has built with it, but he, I mean, he's built, I don't know how many decks with it back when it was elevation. So he knew that system back and forth. He knew it's, he knew it's pros, he knew it's cons. And he also knew that it had room for improvement. Yeah. And I know he's talked to me and I know he's talked to other people about how to improve it. And I think anybody that knows about when it was actually Elevations knew that Trex was not receptive to input on what was wrong with that system. Right. Yeah. Um, Huge. And then I think the second thing is, is that Jason... Being who he is and as a small, like, he's he's just becoming a manufacturer, so he's not this gigantic corporation with, you know, multi-million dollar lawyer budgets and all this well, thing. Well, that's the thing. We commented on that. Like, he was here building this frame himself. Right. Yesterday, by himself. Yeah. Right? Because that's who was going to build it. Yeah. Right. Uh, he manufactured it. He cut it, pre-assembled it, took it apart, loaded it, shipped it, drove here, put it together... Now he's working the tent. Yeah. Really? He <laughs> but yeah, I think, so I think that, I think probably one of the greatest strengths of Newcastle is that he's, he's still small and he understands 
the building aspect of it, but he's also putting his he's he's still technically putting his name on it. Yeah. So you know, we've had I mean we talk probably twice a week right now about different aspects of the system and a perfect example is like when he was doing his span charts with his engineer and you know the engineer's going through and he's like hey you can span whatever it is 22 feet and jason and i both are like sure the math says that you can do it but if you actually span that the middle of that deck's going to dip three quarters of an inch and your customer's going to feel like you built him a trampoline yeah and jason's like i'm not going to do that to people i'm not i'm i know that it's not right yeah. So, yeah. like, he's got this information, and he's like, okay, I know I know what the math says, but I also know what's right for an, a, another builder. I know what's right for a customer. Yeah. And I'm not going to just, I'm not going to just slap this number into a, into a chart and then put customers and the builders in a bad spot. And I think there's a, you know, there's a lot of credibility in that and um i guess integrity to that too which is a big deal yeah absolutely so what about the fortress system like you were pretty like you didn't need to learn anything here (laughs) you have plenty of experience with these but you pop across 20 feet the other way and they got the fortress system there and there's things to love and about it and things that maybe there's there's definitely things to love um it's I mean, we talked about it way back when. It's it's a syst- it's a complete system. Yeah. You know, they 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 were very smart at the outset, and they had you know they conducted interviews with with builders. I was one of them. I know there was other guys, and they you know before they put a single piece out in the market, they said, "Hey, what's what about this? What about this? What about this? Where are your pain points?" Yeah, right. you know, so they. They did. They did a whole lot of upfront due diligence about how do we how do we start with a good project. Right. You know how do we get a good a good product out there from the jump. Yeah. And they didn't. You know they didn't do what Trex did with elevations, which was you know they bought somebody else's idea out and slapped the Trex name on it, and that was that was the end of it. Right. Yeah, it's interesting to me that we ask you what you like and don't like about these two systems, and what you what you liked about both was that both the companies are willing to listen. They're accessible. They they're getting feedback from somebody, which was your biggest complaint about when it was elevation is that yep. you didn't feel like that was there. No, yeah. it wasn't there, and yeah. I know there was other. I mean, Jason had one of those complaints <laughs> when he was installing it as a yeah. you know as a builder. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's nice to have. I think that's I, I think that's a human trait, right? Like everybody wants to be listened to, wants to be heard. Yeah. So that's that's a big plus. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you know that you're like you're at the ground level, actually putting your hands in the stuff and using it every day, and you know, like you've got ideas on how it could be improved or what's good about it, or whatever. So it's nice to have that uh, opinion valued. And it's not coming from somebody who's like who's just used it a couple times. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like your opinion is is right you know yeah. what i mean it's like 
I've I actually about, I don't know about right, but yeah, no. I, I've had to not be shy in expressing it at least, yeah. right? It's <laughs> like I've done this three times. This doesn't work in your system. I tried it this way and I tried it this way and I tried it this way. Yeah. That's not working. You need to fix that system. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Well, it's hot as hell out here, Scott. It's I know hot you as know. hell. <laughs> Been on there. I think we've probably got a couple of beers we need to drink as well. So, uh, at least thanks. at least one or two. One or two. Thanks for uh, hopping on the podcast for us here. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're good. You're the, you were the last one up, so we saved the best for last. Oh, look at hey? that. Nice, <laughs> nice. So I appreciate you giving us some of your time and some of your thoughts again. This event yeah. has been great. I think we've all enjoyed our time here. Tonight's the I last night. It, I think we could definitely say uh, it was a unique experience, right? Like Absolutely, yeah. 15, I know I'm 15 years in and I've never seen, you know, I've never seen multiple manufacturers going back and forth between each other and, yeah. you know. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what comes from this because now people are hearing they're like all of a sudden everybody's brains are gonna be turning a little bit i mean like yeah what can we do here because you know like you're not gonna go to ibs or deck expo and see this again right because they're everybody's gonna have their booth and they're gonna be selling to their people yeah it's all pre-assembled and it's finished you don't get a chance yeah Yeah. and there's there's just no there's no cross collaboration so i think i think this is a pretty cool uh start to what could be something pretty interesting going forward yep okay man well appreciate your time and your input and your thoughts we're going to close out this episode and go uh, refuel a little bit enjoy some more sun and then we get some barbecue to eat tonight that's so. right awesome <laughs> thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next week take it easy Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.